B98.5's Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. Time to play Beat Shazam. Five seconds to name that tune. We always have a category. Today's mm-hmm. category is Songs of Summer. Memorial Day weekend, the yeah. unofficial kickoff of summer. And there's always scientifically proven song that is bigger than any other yep, song. Yep. has anointed the song of summer. Starting with this one, Kara. Everybody get up. That's Robin Thicke and Pharrell, Blurred Lines. Is the correct answer. And that's why I'm going to make you good girl. 2013? 2013 is right. exactly right. You got you you to No, that was it. You got to put the, the name of the year in there, Kara, too. No. Yeah, for sure. Drex changing the rules up. <laughs> I like it. Your first song, Drex. Uh, Old Town Road, uh, Lil Nas X, and Billy Ray Cyrus mm-hmm. in 2019. It's a thousand percent. All right. Good job. <laughs> now, now it's like, was that pre COVID or post COVID? Like, that's how <laughs> things are timed out now. <laughs> Kara, you ready for your next song? I think Round so. two, Beat Shazam. TLC Waterfalls 97? See, this is just taking up time. You get the credit for it. You, you really only need to give me the artist and title. Okay. 1995. All right, Greg, are you ready for your song on Beach Shazam? Five seconds to name that tune. California Girls by Katy Perry and Snoop Dogg, 2011. 12. 10. No! I got all my beeps and buzzers and dings and everything (laughs) going crazy. We're doing it to you, sorry. Here we go. Final round and most difficult round oh. of Beach Shazam. Oh boy. Oh boy. And we're going back to Kara on this one. This is a toughie. Tears for Fears. Shout. Yes, Shout. from? Let it out. 86? 85. Oh, oh wow. I kind of liked your version better. All right, final song, Drex. I'm ready. Tie it up with this one. How you doing, young lady? The feeling that you're giving really drives me crazy. You don't. That would be uh, Nelly Furtado and Timbaland, Promiscuous, Glad that you added the year to the uh, right. I got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen like a Wheel of Fortune. Pat Sajak is laying out how the game works. One of the contestants never raises their head and goes, "Let's make bankruptcy <laughs> worth a thousand dollars." You guys, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think seven months old is too young for a cell phone? No. Oh. You gotta be kidding yeah, me. Yeah, you want the answer to What's that going question? On? My son Riker is 
I don't know what it is lately, but he is absolutely obsessed with my and my husband's cell phone. Yeah. He's reaching for it all the time. He wants to hold it. He wants to put it in his mouth. And both of us have cracked screens. So I'm like, don't do that, kid, because one, your cell phone is worse than a toilet. Yeah. And two, I don't want you cutting your mouth on broken glass. Right. But I found this little VTech uh, children's cell phone. Mm-hmm. It was like eight dollars and i got him this little guy when we went on our trip for memorial day and he is absolutely obsessed he's clutching this thing in his hands all the time wow on on one hand i'm like oh this is really cute and on the other hand it like hurts me to my core that my seven-month-old has seen my husband and i model this behavior of being stuck in our cell phones and having this phone in our hand all the time that at seven months old he Mm -hmm. wants to do the same thing as mom and dad and and be sucked into this device well you should just get him a regular iphone then i know you guys are android people get him a regular i mean why not just get him the real thing why are you doing toys well, because the real things are expensive and he can break them and the toy right. is for, you know, at least it like says the ABCs or is somewhat educational. I mean, it's still going to rot his brain. Kidding yeah. me? I want to talk educational. An iPhone or an Android has access to all the, the information in the world. Well, That's too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, seven months is too young. At what age do you think Tad is appropriate then for a kid to have a cell phone? I'm kind of on the fence about this. Like I can gather that you guys are. Well, there's no on the fence, but go ahead. Because um, we, as I feel like every generation tries to deny younger generations from the things that like we didn't have cell phones when we were kids. So now we're like, ooh, cell phones are bad. You can't have a cell phone. Well, that is true. We we got th- we got through high school. I didn't have a cell phone in high school. Kara, did you? Yeah, I did. But that was because my dad was ill yeah. and my mom needed a way to get in touch with me during school. You used to carry around one of those giant bags with a cell phone? I'm like- not that old. Jeez, <laughs> Yeah, Dad. but Dad, you didn't have a cell phone in high school. You got through just fine. They didn't have phones when I was in high yeah. school. Um, but you look at kids now. They like my son's got an iPad. He doesn't have a phone, but I'm like, it, I, I you can would entertain do all the, the things, conversation. You can do all the things on an exactly. iPad. I mean, you could call through Facebook or call through Google. I mean, all of that's on the iPad, right? So, right. So we give our kids, or we let our kids use iPads, and right, which is just as it's just a bigger version of an yeah. iPhone. The only thing we're taking away from our kids is like the safety part of the phone. Like what? Why not make it a phone? What's the difference? It, it, it's really scary. You know, my daughter's going into uh, middle school this coming year, and that was the number one thing that they preached kind of at orientation was like, keep cell phones out of these kids' hands as long as you can. You know, I remember talking to the counselor, and I asked her, I'm like, you know, I know some bullying exists in middle school. And she goes, yeah, it, it, it starts with the kids with cell phones. That's how the bullying gets initiated. Mm. So you know the why? best thing to do is keep it out of their hands. Yeah. Because only a select few have cell phones. If you gave all the kids cell phones, then it would be, it would level the playing field. Ooh, so then just so. everybody would bully exactly. everybody. Or... 404-741-0985. If you want to join this conversation, talking about when is the appropriate yeah. age for kids to get cell phones. Is it 10 years, 15 years or seven months. Well, it's definitely not seven months. <laughs> We're talking about kids and cell phones, because, Kara, you had a uh, 
pretty eye-opening situation over the weekend. Yeah, my seven-month-old son, Riker, has been kind of obsessed with our phones lately, and so I got him a little VTech, you know, children's like toy, phone, and sure. he is attached to that thing just as much as my husband and I mm-hmm. are attached to ours, and it was kind of a gut check that... Obviously, you know, he's modeling the behavior that he's seen his dad and I do and is fully in on this cell phone thing. And it kind of hurt my heart. (laughs) It's hard to tell a 10 year old. I got a 10 year old daughter, Ted. It's hard to tell her, no, you can't have a cell phone when we're both sitting there just facing the screens. And her friends are starting to get cell phones. And and we were at the daddy daughter dance a couple months ago. And, you know, it was like eight dads and eight daughters. And four of the daughters already have cell phones. And you look down at the end of the table. Well, four of them aren't on phones because they don't have them. The other four are. They have their faces. And it, they're not communicating with anybody. Right. And think about like how vital it is for an eight, seven, eight to 14, 15 year old person to have, be having those face to face conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. And people in or the eye. And, oh, yeah. of course it is. Here's what I will say this is the future. I heard an interview with Elon Musk. He said that um, right now, the information that you get from your cell phone, which we're always on our cell phones, Mm -hmm. he goes, that's like drinking information from a straw. And he didn't say what his idea is or what he's invented, but he's working on something that will basically take it from straw to river. And I don't know if that's a brain implant or what it is, but I'm just saying, as we go through life, as we go through time, we evolve and we think, because we grew up without cell phones, we think it's important that kids have face-to-face conversations. Yeah, it is. But in the future, will that be so important? You would, you would be okay with an 8, 10, 11-year-old having a cell phone? I'm thinking about it because I don't see the difference between having a cell phone and an iPad. And except for all that an iPad takes away is, is the safety part of it. Like <laughs> all an iPad does or doesn't include is the one thing that you really kind of want it to yeah. include. Jessica and Griffin? Um, I actually, I have a five-year-old and I definitely don't want to give her a cell phone anytime soon, but she's starting kindergarten and I know in elementary school it's a little scary sending them off by themselves. So I'm I'm thinking maybe like fifth, sixth grade just because she's going to be taking the bus by herself and it's a little scary and just has a safety issue, but definitely not like an iPhone, maybe like a flip phone or something. You want your kid to be safe. For sure. um, And be able to reach you if they're ever in an uncomfortable situation. Uh I think back to my childhood, like times where I wish I could be like, mom, dad, is this like, should this, this this seems a little off. And when your kid is in school, they have teachers and adults around to sort of moderate the other animals that are saying and doing <laughs> things that you don't want them to do. But now it's summertime and they're running off to their friend's house. So they're right. going over to places where we don't know where they are. And you really want them to be able to be able to get, get in, in touch, touch with, with you, you and get out of a right. bad situation. One hundred percent. Just but, even for them to have that safety. But you got you didn't get out of uncomfortable situations, or you didn't learn how to deal with them. I mean, you're sitting here right now. You were fine. You didn't have to have a cell phone at ten. There's a lot of things that a lot of situations that happened when I was a kid that I look back on that I'm like, if I had a cell phone, I'd be able to be like, get me the heck out of here, mm. without going into details. Four zero four seven four. I know you're dying for details. Yeah. I'm not giving you details. Not but just imagine four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. If you want to join the conversation, I remember my niece eight years ago. She was eight years old. Wow. Got a cell phone, and it was Christmas morning. We're all sitting around as she's opening this, 
And my sister, her mom, I'm sure could feel the room being like judgment central. Mm. Like, what are you doing? Giving an eight year old a cell phone. But now I'm thinking like, what are you doing? Not giving your kid a cell phone. There's so many safety reasons and they're allowed to have iPads. So why not have an iPhone so that they can or an, or an Android so that they can call mom and dad? There's so many safety reasons not to. I mean, think of what what messages could be displayed, how many text messages could be gotten oh, or going down, you know, opening up a link that shouldn't have been open. Parental mm-hmm. controls. All over the kids place. are so smart to get well, around. Even with nowadays. some of the parental yeah. controls, like some of the ki- like the YouTube kid stuff, like that stuff filters oh, yeah. in there and it gets to these little eyes. Yeah, four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. A lot of people with strong opinions about this. Wendy and Dunwoody. Until they're driving, I don't think they need a cell phone. My daughter started at nine, wanting not not a cell phone, but she wanted a phone in her bedroom. I said, do you know when I got a phone in my bedroom? When I got my own house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think back to childhood, like my sister, that was a big deal. Have a phone in your room. And now kids don't even have, if you have a landline, that's great for you. Most people don't even have landlines. Do kids even know how to operate a phone? I don't think they do. I mean, you don't need privacy, you're nine. But when she started driving, that was a safety issue. So you're going to give her a smartphone and her driver's license all at once? You don't think there's a problem no, there? No, she did she not have a smartphone. To... She had a flip phone. Oh, okay. That's a different story. Do you remember <laughs> the flip phone? Uh, the flip phones? I was getting text messages for like three years and didn't know what that little notification was. Like nobody really you didn't, <laughs> I didn't leave the directions. But I had all these text me- back when you used to have to hit like to the dial button. A. You'd have uh-huh. to hit it three. You know, that's like tell me how old you are without telling me how old <laughs> yeah, you are. Exactly. <laughs> Nikki and Conyers. So my son, when he was probably about four, I bought him a gizmo gadget, which is a watch that is a phone, which gave me the comfort of allowing my son to go off with his father to go out of state and things. But now that he's 11, I have broke down against my better judgment and got him a cell phone. Well, you said said against your better judgment, then why'd you do it? I don't know. Yeah, I know. That, that's where everybody stands, right? They're it's just like pressure. Right. Yeah, they, and they're relentless, it's, too, yeah, aren't sure. they? From the kids, it's the pressure from everybody else. What you're saying is that there are devices that work like phones, but they're watches. Yes, and for a small child, it was wonderful because he could wear it, so I didn't have to worry about it. Oh, I laid it down. Right. And I could program who was allowed to call him and who he could call. Oh, even better. And does it have GPS? It did to an extent. It yeah. wasn't perfect, but it did give me that comfort. All right. I'm definitely on board with that watch. And and along the lines of what Drex, you were saying about tell me how old you are without telling mm-hmm. me how old you are. Did you have a, uh, a calculator watch? The Casio? Yeah. The tiniest little buttons. <laughs> like if you were going to cheat on your math yeah. test, it was like... It'd take forever to get yeah. a problem in there. Nine, six. No, just nine. <laughs> <laughs>
giving you the stuff you need so you can start your crazy day. Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. 725. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Partly cloudy today with a high of 82. 61 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? Are you being rude at the pool? We'll get into that in just a second. But Ed Sheeran popped up at Sweetwater Brewery on Saturday before his big show at Mercedes-Benz Stadium to sling some beverages and have a good time with fans. This was pretty cool. For one hour, drinks are on me. Wow, for one hour. Pretty cool. Dude, very generous. Have you guys ever run into a celebrity in the wild and have them like buy you a beer or something? Not buying the beer, but sure. I've seen a Jack Black was on one of my flights sitting in first class as I boarded the plane. Oh, very cool. And I swear his feet did not touch the, the ground. Oh, that's not very nice. It, was, it looked like he was in a little booster chair. You're not Aww. you're not going to like the person that I could closely relate the story to. It's Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Oh, He's yeah? actually awesome in person. He like walked into a bar, and it was like a familiar Friday night place where a lot of people hung out. Chad Kroger tipped her like $350 on like Whoa. three drinks and left. That's oh. pretty did cool. Did he perform? I don't no. think anybody. And that was actually the best yeah, part of it. <laughs> so we officially or unofficially kicked off summer over the weekend. And with that comes pool season, which, oh. you know, is my favorite. Mm-hmm. But there are some unspoken rules that people are breaking that can ruin everybody's fun and is just downright rude. Mm, Let's see right. if you agree. Yeah. The top three showing up if you're sick or you've got something contagious like mm, toe fungus or gross. something gross, oh, leaving yeah. your children unsupervised. Uh-huh. And number one, hogging the chairs. Children shouldn't have chairs at the pool. If you're at the pool, kids should be in the pool or sitting around the pool or playing. Like if you're a family of five, you get two chairs. That's my stance on that, Tad. I also want to add the three S's to okay. the list of rules. Okay. No screaming, no splashing, no squirting. Splashing and jumping around a stranger did make that list as well. I couldn't believe, like, we went to the town pool twice over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I'm there with my eight-year-old. This kid squirted me directly in the face during adult swim of all times. That is my sacred time. Yeah, right? You You know how I feel about adult swim. I'm right there with you. I am against getting squirt in the face. By a stranger? It wasn't even your child? Yeah, I go... Please do not do that ever again. <laughs> You're talking to him like an adult in adult swim. His father jumped in at that point. I'm like, okay. <laughs> She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews, heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical. Hello, Andrea in Dallas. Hi. Good morning, guys. You ready to try to take Kara's money? I sure am. All right. Let's kick her out. Bye, Kara. See you, Andrea. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Kara's going to make her way out of the studio while she stands outside. We're going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions, and we're going to Call her back into the studio, ask her the same questions. If you can answer more, I think Kara, she has to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Andrea. Question one, no surprise here. StubHub says Taylor Swift has the summer's most in-demand concert ticket. Second place went to the Queen Bee. Who's that? Beyonce. Number two, singer Jules' folk-inspired national anthem failed to resonate with some fans at the Indianapolis 500. True or false, Jules' mom 
embezzled $100 million from Jewel's bank account over a 20-year span. True. Number three, HBO executives say they're unsure if a Jon Snow spinoff show could be a hit. That would be a spinoff from what popular show? I have no idea. Number four, no spoilers here, but the series finale of Succession was last night. That show revolves around the what family? I don't know. I'm talking to somebody who does not subscribe to HBO. (laughs) Number four, Keanu Reeves' band played their first gig in Napa Valley after a 20-year hiatus. What's the name of Keanu Reeves' band? Tough questions this morning, Drexy. I should know. I should know Keanu Reeves. I'm a big Keanu Reeves fan. Sure. Sorry. <laughs> Bringing Kara back in. My it's son just one. discovered Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, <sighs> and it's been on loop for I, like I, you three know, days. Just knowing Sam, I can see that being up his alley. Just yeah. kind of fun, music, silly. Yeah. 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 All I right. would say that that was the most heinous performance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Andrea and Dallas struggled a little bit. Yep. All we'll right. see what happens. Kara Kara's back in. The same question. I'm ready. Who's the queen bee? Beyonce. Andrea got it right. One to one. Number two. True or false? Jules' mom embezzled $100 million from Jules' bank account over a 20-year span. I think that's actually true. It is true. It's what Andrea said. Two to two. I want to know what talent Jules' mom has to think she deserves $100 million. (laughs) Question number three. Jon Snow is from what popular show? Game of Thrones. Yeah, Andrea didn't get it right. Three to two. Number four. What's the family name on Succession? Don't watch that. I don't know. Ted, what do you think? Oh, you just started to say it. Roy. The Roy family. Yeah, Yeah, is the right answer. All right, Andrew didn't get it right either. Still three to two. Number five, what is Keanu Reeves' band? Keanu Reeves' band? Yeah, what are they called? Wild Stallions. <laughs> uh, how about Dog Star? That's the right answer. No. Dog Star. Yeah, okay. he's That's got his own. Answer. He's got his own band. Come on. All right. Kind of a messy game. Final score this morning: just three to two. Andrea and Dallas. Are you smarter than Kara? Absolutely not. All right, Kara. Your new record: one thousand four hundred eighty wins, forty-eight losses. Sorry, Andrea. That's okay. Thank you, Kara. No cash, but you do get the tickets to see the Jonas Brothers, October 1st, State Farm Arena. They're on sale at Ticketmaster.com. And we have your free tickets to Jonas Brothers all this week. Thank you. It's absolutely great. (laughs) That fills my heart. That fills my bucket. That was unauthorized. She did not win. You're not allowed to go ooh. (laughs) You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Hey, good morning, Hannah. Good morning. You need forgiveness from your brother, Craig. Is that right? What happened? I took my family to Blue Ridge this past weekend to stay at Craig's Airbnb. It, It was super last minute because he had a runner that like he had booked it and then backed out last minute and right. so he offered it to us basically for free like all we had to do was pay the cleaning fee cool. uh, score uh yeah <laughs> i know so we were having a really great weekend and then suddenly i heard a really loud boom in one of the bedrooms I was like, oh, all right. oh, well no. let's see what's happening one of my kids had fallen off the top bunk of the bunk bed oh my gosh oh, no. is he okay yeah, he's fine. Like, I mean, I have two boys, 11 and 13, so honestly, I've just lost track of all the urgent care visits. <laughs> I thought you were saying, he's okay, plus I have two boys, so if anything happens, right, I'll have an yeah. extra. <laughs> Was there any kind of damage? Yeah. He, like, basically went through the floor, and now there's a huge hole in it. 
Oh, um, in the yeah, floor? In the, the bedroom. Oh, my God. Yeah, in the floor. How, who built oh, this place? <laughs> Must be an old it house. Be, or... or a soft spot in the floor. Listen, okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, all right, so we have a giant hole in the bedroom. Do you guys try and fix it? What do you call your brother? We spent the last two days trying to fix it, but... I mean, honestly, only made it worse. Sure. I'm not a carpenter. <laughs> um, I called my brother just to see, like, okay, can we get somebody up here or something? And he's super upset because he said it's impossible to get someone up here to fix it on a holiday weekend. Yeah. Did it ever occur mm-hmm. to you that your brother should be the one asking for your forgiveness? Why? Considering he, yeah, he could have place... been seriously hurt. Lucky that it was a family member that fell through the floor and not another exactly. renter. If your sons are horsing around on bunk beds and one falls off, why is that Craig's fault, Tad? I don't understand. Because a house is supposed to be able to hold people from falls? <laughs> through through that is the, the floors, least of especially. my concern when right. I hear something fall that my floor is going to break. Do you still want to go through with this? Yeah, we did the damage. It was a free rental. I feel really bad. I, I, I do think I want Craig's forgiveness. All right. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to reach out to Craig and talk to him next. All right? Okay. Thanks. You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Just talking to Hannah. She said her brother let her use his Airbnb uh, at Blue Ridge for free this past weekend. All she had to do was pay the cleaning fee. Well, while they were there, one of her kids fell off the top bunk and actually damaged the floor. Her brother's furious about it, missing out on money because new renters, the place needs to be repaired, hard to get repair people up there. So, Hannah, we're going to talk to Craig here. He won't know you're on the line at first. Okay. Hello? Morning. Is this Craig? It is, yeah. Who am I talking to? It's Tad Drex and Kara Calm from B98.5. How are you? Uh, Yeah, I'm okay. I'm dealing with a few little issues right now, but... Yeah. All right. Well, we were just talking about the uh, the aftermath of Memorial Day. Anything happen? Um. Yeah. Actually, I'm headed up to uh, a little rental property I have in Blue Ridge to repair uh, some damage that my nephews caused. But you know, nothing too major. Nothing too major. What do they do? Yeah. Well, I guess they were um, shooting like YouTube videos for their YouTube channel and dropped a bowling ball off top (gasps) of a bunk bed. A bowling ball? Bowling ball? They do this YouTube thing called, like, Will It Bounce, where they drop a bowling ball off of random places to see if it'll bounce. (laughs) You're kidding me, right? (laughs) My parents did this. They used to go to the top of their apartment complex and throw bowling balls to see it, like, hit the loading dock of this building that was behind them. The drugs were great in the 70s, For sure. (laughs) Look, it gets them followed. They're pretty popular. They've got, like, over a million subscribers. What in the world? Okay. (laughs) Well, Craig, got to let you know this is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. And your sister Hannah is on the other line. She said you were pretty angry with her about this. I'm so sorry. I mean, I didn't know anything about a bowling ball getting dropped off a bunk bed. Okay, Hannah, I know that's a lie. I know you're the one who shot the video. I can hear you gasp in the background. Huh. Oh, this video has so, already been posted. Yeah, it's already got over 100,000 views. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, 100,000 views? And Hannah, you shot the video? Is this true? Yeah, I did. I shoot all their stuff. It's actually a, a nice little side hustle. Right, but you just oh. lied a moment ago and said one of your sons fell off oh. the bed, and now we turn out it's a bowling ball, and that and then you said you didn't know anything about it. 
but you did know about it. So that's two lies so yeah. far. They just got to pay me for the damage. This can't be on I me. Mean, that seems more uh, than fair. Yeah, yeah but yeah. how is an 11 and 13-year-old going to pay for the damage? They don't have any money. What about the YouTube yeah. money? I get paid. They don't get paid. They're not even teenagers yet. So, Do they have any clue? Like Money's coming in and you're pocketing it? I'll Venmo you the money. Okay. That's not an answer, Hannah. <laughs> we working on line number three here? I will pay you, Craig. Don't worry about it. it. It's fine. No, no, no. The boys did this. They need to pay. That's fair. Okay, but the boys don't have any money. <laughs> But they so. should. What we called for, Craig, was Hannah was looking for your forgiveness for her sons destroying the the bedroom. Do you forgive her? I mean, I feel like I have more questions or more <laughs> things to be frustrated about than I than, than just right a little now. bit of damage. Yeah, for sure. We need to talk about how you're managing the YouTube stuff, Hannah. But that's not. We don't need to do that on the radio right now. Um, thank you, guys. I mean, this is this. You, I appreciate y'all doing this. Yeah, thank you. On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. She sounded very um, grateful for our help, so that's good. Coming up tomorrow, Josh needs forgiveness from his wife for basically ruining a once-in-a-lifetime memory of their kids. It's always fun. That's tomorrow morning at 7 on Forgive and Forget. Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.